Hey, hey, welcome to a brand new episode of Australia Show's podcast. I am your host, Calvin. And if you're listening to this episode right now, as of today, this recording, it is currently Black History Month. But uh, here, straight up, we want to celebrate Black 365, uh, 366, if you have some other time uh, if I sleep here. Uh, but, you know, we are continuing to, like, talk about uh, culture. And uh, one thing that we, we love embracing other cultures as well, but also our own culture as African-Americans as well. Now, if you are a fan of our show, you know that uh, we are a mixed breed of people. Uh, we have two males, two black males, one black female, and one white male as well. And we like to try to incorporate all that. Uh, we have different backgrounds, different uh, upbringings and stuff like that. But we all want to bring the conversation uh, to the, tel- the, the table. And uh, one of the reasons that we started straight up is because uh, a lot of us, except one, have worked in media for a long time. Some people are still, one of our uh, co-hosts is still working in media, uh, but we know how censored some stories can be. Uh, and we feel like that you have to be straight up. And it's like a, a catch-22, but really a lot of people can't get their stories across because it's so heavily censored. Now, uh, that's how we got our podcast started. Now, I'm not really big a fan of social media because, I mean, it's been, it's so much on there. But I came across these these gentlemen who were just what we call the news MOSs, which is man on the street, where you go out and actually interview people on the street. And the concept was just so great that I had to have them on our show. And today we have some people that I'm learning to like, and they're actually in my hometown in Dallas right now. So help me welcome uh, Mr. Dion and Bashir, a.k.a. Paparazzi. Thank you, gentlemen, so much for coming on Strap Show Podcast. All thank, right. you, thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Yes, sir. And they are thank part you. of uh, Bob Black Television, right? Is that right? Yes, sir. Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. So it's crazy because I often see uh, Bashir, a.k.a. Paparazzi, but I talk more with Dion. So it's kind of weird how this works. So I'm like, hey, I just want to say, you know, for the both of y'all, I am a very big fan and uh, I love the work you do, Bashir. Uh, the work that you do, you know, the way you have your interview skills, man. Like, so I'm over here learning from y'all, man. So I want to thank y'all so much uh, once again for coming on the show today. Uh, we no, appreciate thank you. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, before we get started, man, Bob Black Television, man. So before we get too deep about what Bob Black Television is, uh, let's start off with uh, uh, Dion. Dion, just tell us about who you are and where you're from. All right. Uh, once again, thank you for you know having us. Uh, my name is Dion Parker. I go by D Park. I guess you can say I'm one of uh, the main camera guys, uh, a part of Bob Black Television. I'm originally from Waco, Texas, um, born and Panama City, Panama. Lived in Waco for a majority of my life, and then I moved to the Dallas area in 2018, right? And uh, I would say about 2019 is when I met Bashir. We started working at the same bank. Um, you know, he was always, uh, we, we started out kind of rocky. He was a little rough on me, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, we just grew to, you know, become really good co-workers and uh, Bashir actually sh- shared this vision with me about him wanting to start this whole media company probably pretty soon uh, after we started working together. And it was one of those things where, you know, 
when your your friend tells you an idea, it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, well, well yeah, we should do that. Yeah, that sounds like a cool idea. Oh, okay, yeah, we should do that. And you know, we would just he would always say like, no, I really want to do something. I want to do this. I want to do media. I want to do this. And you know, we we were just kind of like, yeah, okay, we'll we'll get to that one day. Um, and you know, COVID happened. Um, you know, that's kind of when we started getting a little bit more serious. And then 2022 uh, summer is kind of when we started this whole thing and really started posting and taking it serious. Um, and, you know, it's kind of just been up uh, from there. So that's a little bit about me. Uh, I'm a photographer turned videographer. Um, you know, I have a lot of different passions and, you know, telling stories that we've been able to tell is kind of one of them that's grown up on me within this last uh, couple of years. So. That's me, um, Bashir. Go ahead and, I guess, tell him a little bit about yourself. Yes, sir. The man, the man, Bashir, the Mister, aka Paparazzi. Uh, yes, sir. Like you <laughs> said, just tell us a little bit about you and uh, where you're from. Uh, I'm Bashir, Bobby Bashir Paparazzi uh, out of Niagara Falls, New York, um, honeymoon capital of the world. I actually moved to Texas um, February 28th. Of 2012, um, BBTV. That's shoot, my baby. Uh, like you know, what I'm saying like you know, just um, I've always wanted to be into media. I've always wanted to have something that I can align with my purpose, as far as um, you know, just an imprint on the black community in some way, shape, or form. So I knew my business was go have something to do with black entertainment or black exposure. Um, before it was by black television, it was EOTO, which was each one teach one. Um, and then it transformed into that. Like Deion said, I met him at the bank. Uh, man, that was one of the best things ever. Because <laughs> uh, I, I would like to say I have a lot of visions of what I want to see. But actually bringing those things to light sometimes with me not having a videographer background, um, man, my man makes it happen. Uh, we are a dy dynamic duo. Um, and yeah, BBTV. That's, that's, that's basically how we started. I like to see the Black Brotherhood, man. That, that just makes me more happy to see positive uh, Black Brotherhood, man. Like, you, it's very rare. Uh, that you find that, especially in media, uh, that you have like a, you know, that's kind of how me and my my co-host Brandon were. We kind of just like a dynamic duo, but we started off in college, so that's kind of how we met. But to see you all had one, you know, job, and now you're trying to turn this into an actual career within the media. So, uh, did any of you have any prior media experience besides like photography at all, or at all? Um, uh, for me, no. Uh, I didn't have any media experience. You know, like I said, I'm just I was just a photographer. Um, nothing really media wise. Um, so, you know, kind of we're kind of just learning on the fly, um, learning kind of what our audience wants to see. Now that we're gaining an audience, a bigger and bigger audience, um, you know, as we connect with more people and like, OK, this is kind of what we like from you guys is what we enjoy seeing. Um, you know, like I say, this kind of was a thing where when we started, we didn't know where it was going to go. Um, and you know, ever since we have started, uh, last year, mid last year and seeing the growth and seeing like, okay, this is kind of what, you know, I guess the algorithms or the, the audience that we build is what we like, this is what they like to see. We kind of just been growing from that. So, 
I don't know if it's here, if you... Uh... Well, you know, back in high school, they used to have this thing called the black box where you did the media, the news for the school. Um, I dibbled and dabbled in that. Um, and back home, we, we had a Niagara Falls street news. We had like TV shows or we had guests. Um, so I've flirted with it. Like, you know, I've, I've had many things that I've started, but it wasn't consistent with it. Um, so, but this is a whole new level. This is a whole new experience being so far from home. And like Dion said, actually, um, interacting with new people, new vibes, new, uh, experiences. So this is still a new experience for me day to day. I was going to say, uh, now that I think about it, uh, actually one of my closest friends, he's in media. So I guess I was, uh, you know, I've been by media. He's actually a news anchor in uh, Austin. His name's Corey Mose. So uh, I've watched him, you know, when I moved up here to the Dallas area, actually he's been, he was my roommate. So I watched him as he grow, grew um, in the media uh, field. So I guess I kind of learned a couple of things from him as well. So I, like I said, I guess I've been, close to media and but never really thought of it kind of as something you know I wanted to pursue myself but you know there's a lot of hard work that kind of goes into it that I kind of saw from him that I can kind of you know mirror uh upon myself so not when I thought about it I'm like oh dang can't even forget to shout out my guy yeah shout out to uh <laughs> said Corey right Corey Mo uh Corey, Corey Moe Moe yeah because man he'll tell you man it, the business is uh it's it's different you know what I mean like it's 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 a beast but uh, I tell people all the time, I thank God my big boy because you gotta have thick skin in the media, like gotta have thick skin. But uh, man, but to to hear that you two do not have any media experience and to see what y'all been doing, that that speaks volume uh, of talent, you know, natural born talent. So uh, shout out to y'all, and it's crazy because neither one of us, uh, uh, any of us, we're not from Dallas. So like to see how you. That kind of because I come to Dallas for better opportunity. I know about y'all, but me for a better opportunity from you know small town Louisiana, uh, compared to here. But I'm like, you know, you know, you come from New York and you're coming from Waco, it's not that far, but but still, uh, it's still like you know, a difference. So just to find each other in the city that you know, y'all just kind of met each other. So it's kind of love to hear that story. Uh, I'm curious, how did you get the name? I mean, I mean, it's kind of cliche, but like, like, why do you use the name paparazzi? Uh, be sure. Uh, actually, I'm a uh, music. I, I'm a music artist, and my, you know, my name is Bashir. I think the Bobby came from my uncle. Uh, he passed away, Jamil Jackson. Um, he used to always call me Bobby. I think Bashir was a little bit too complicated for him. Um, and we were all coming up with AKA names, probably like tenth grade. The paparazzi just came from hey, every time you see me, it look, it looked like a camera needed to be by. Um, and I diverted from it. It went to January 12th for my artist name. And then once the BBTV start popping off, I'm like, you know what? It's time to bring back Bobby Paparazzi. <laughs> yeah, I like it, man. Because when, when y'all play y'all's TikTok videos, I'm like, all right, I know it's Paparazzi. So it's like, but when y'all have other talent, I'm like, who, who is this? Now? I got to find out, you know? So <laughs> it's just like, so I like to see that y'all mix up. Man, that's amazing, man, to hear all that and have it all uh, come together. We're going to have a little bit more. Y'all, we have Bob Black Television on a Straight Up Show podcast. Make sure you stay tuned on the other side of break. Make sure you stay tuned. I think straight up means to be able to speak in a way that is straight up. 
to be honest and to speak your truth. Raw, uncut, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's blunt, you know, straight to the point, this what it is. It's just a place to be open and honest. And that's what I appreciate most about it. And it provides a place for community members to come together and just be straight up with each other about things that are going on in the world because it affects all of us. Uh, unfiltered, raw, with all the cursing that Calvin does. Straight up is just being real, telling it, telling it like it is, you know, um, being you. Being solid, being who you are, no matter what it is, no matter what situation you're faced with, right? This is who you are. It really, it really speaks to me saying it is what it is and it ain't what it is, straight up. Years ago, my family had a scare when we thought my mom had breast cancer. It was painful to see her go through all the testing and witnessing her be just as scared. Fortunately, she did not have breast cancer, but millions of women and men aren't as lucky. So we here at Straight Up are supporting and standing with those who are battling and have survived breast cancer with our official breast cancer awareness merchandise. Just visit our website, straightupshowpodcast.com, and get yours today. All proceeds will be donated to local breast cancer foundations. So we encourage you not only to get educated, but join us as we stand straight up to breast cancer. If you had to give your younger self any advice, what would it be? To obey my mother. I finished high school at 16, and she had planned to send me from Fort Worth back to Marshall, Texas, to Wiley College, because I would have been the first grandchild of her 18 sisters and brothers to go to college, but I got married. Oh, she was so disappointed. And it took me four years and four babies to realize I was going to have to raise my husband too. So I cut my losses. I went home to my mother. And do you know I had nerve enough to say, I'm ready to go to college now. And she says, I got no money to send you to nobody's college. All right, welcome back to the Straight Up Show podcast. I am your host, Calvin. Joined by today, the, the gentleman from Buy Black Television. We have Bashir, a.k.a. Paparazzi, and Dion. Uh, thank y'all, D.D. Park. Uh, thank y'all so much for coming on the show today. Nice. Thank you I say, we appreciate We appreciate you having us, man, for real. Yeah, and they're seeing like firsthand of like me flubbing up and not being all you know perfect. No, I'm just kidding, but like no. So they understand like because I'm pretty sure y'all have like y'all record take after take sometime, right? Or yeah, all so, interviews. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> so you know you know how it is. And these gentlemen, uh, they are on they they are quickly becoming very popular on social media to where they're giving back. Uh, to not only they're doing a man on the street, which is MOSs uh, for those who are in journalism, but like uh, they are actually going on the street and interviewing people and they're doing it in a way to where it's not only uh, showing people different cultures and stuff like that, but it's also helping other black businesses. And so uh, their, their, their brand is Bob Black Television. Uh, but, you know, this was kind of a brainchild of Bashir. Uh, but, you know, you guys talked about how y'all met at the bank and then you have like a blueprint of how you wanted this to be. Uh, in this blueprint, what made you kind of give us uh, 
a backstory of like, you know, you want to do this before, but like, how did you start and get the ground running with this? It w- it wasn't even about seeing other people do interviews. It was honestly um, looking up camera equipment. Just, man, I think I looked up camera equipment for almost a year uh, before we really uh, dived in. But um, it really started off in the middle of COVID, the height of COVID. I go to a gym called Savage Fitness, and it's a lot of Black entrepreneurs there. And in the middle of COVID, it seemed like everybody was actually taking life a little bit more serious. Everybody was trying to uh, put their best foot forward with their businesses or their ideas or their creativity. Uh, And I felt that we could actually make an imprint by actually supporting everybody, uh, by highlighting business. Because, you know, marketing is one of the biggest tools in business it's not the biggest um so we wanted to be that tool we wanted to be that hammer that wrench that actually um help black businesses in the black community out as far as exposure and uh with that being said uh dion like what made you actually kind of like jump on board and actually support uh bashir with this dream and kind of like you know you say you you all had like a little rocky start at first but like what was the turnaround to where it actually made you actually want to back up and actually support him? Well, uh, I know for me, uh, you know, like I said, he was a little hard on me at the bank. But, you know, uh, when you work together with somebody for so long, y'all end up starting to build a bond. And, uh, you know, during COVID, uh, he's a, he was actually uh, somebody that comes to my branch uh, every once in a while. But during COVID, he actually was there at our branch pretty much every other day, um, if not every day. And so, you know, after that, we kind of started really building our relationship, really starting to get to know each other. And, um, and uh, you know, it was kind of one of those things where, you know, I wanted to get into videography. And Bashir actually had a couple gear equipment that I could use and borrow. So it really started from that. You know, I wanted to get more into video, get more into, um, you know, I think he we started out, he wanted me to shoot music videos just so I could get a a ground-based level of it. And then we just ended up, you know, continue to grow from there. Um, and so, like I say, we kind of, you know, he kept sharing the vision with me. I was like, okay, okay, this is kind of, you know, the more he kept breaking it down, explaining, oh, yeah, I want to do something like this. I want to do something like this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, well, I actually would enjoy, you know, being a part of something like that and, and you know, being a, a outlet for Black businesses and just Black greatness. So that's kind of how we just continue to grow with this vision. So. And that's great to hear, man. I love to hear that. And I think that I have a lot of questions, follow-up questions to ask y'all because, like, you know, I've been wanting to inbox y'all for a while. And I finally saw, you know, Dion go live. And I was like, all right, now I can, like, ask questions, you know what I mean? And, like, not it be so, you know, uh, uniform or whatever. But um, just tell me, like, when y'all out there, you're filming, like, but first off, y'all mostly film in Dallas. Is that correct? Mostly in Dallas? As of now, as of now, yeah. Okay, so and we and we we know we've been in Dallas. You know, me and Dion uh, been here a little a little shorter than uh, Bashir, but we actually kind of came the same year in Dallas and uh, started our journey. But man, uh, Bashir, I don't know if you told uh, Dion how it was going to be in Deep Ellum, but that was uh, that's a I don't see how y'all are brave, man, to go down there and then get that much traffic, but y'all really are doing a lot for the city because like you, you guys with black by black television, 
you're showing like kind of like the deep and I guess the rawness of Dallas that people don't really see. But this explains to us like how it is filming out there when you're on the streets in Dallas, like the type of people you're seeing and kind of how the experience it is. I think a lot of it comes from uh, our banking experience of being able to just talk to anybody and try to keep a certain level of professionalism. But you see some crazy stuff and you hear some crazy comments. And, um, oh, we not, we, we brave, but we not stupid. So every day, every time we go out there, we post up right next to the police. <laughs> some, some of the videos you actually see their lights, but, um, for the most part, it's, it's, it is raw. You, we've seen, um, people that's on a journey, on a path in life. We've interviewed a lot of business owners, um, athletes, uh, just a lot of people that come to Dallas and, and get that Dallas experience. But, you know, go to Deep Ellum in the art district in Dallas. And, you know, you get to see everyone's way of life and how many people have actually come to Dallas from all sorts of places. We've spoke to people from Louisiana to Africa to you name it. We we speak we spoke to almost all walks of life uh, in Deep Ellum. And I, I think that because we've been on the journey this season to, to expose more of like black people aren't a monolith. You know what I mean? Because, you know, I have my my personal best friends and, you know, two are nurses and, and the other one is an entertainer and I'm a journalist. But like we're all the same age and stuff like that. But to see us four be from Louisiana. I grew up in the projects, one group in the city, one group in the bayou, but one group in the country. So like, we're all black, but we grew up completely different. And you would think like, dang, like y'all both black men and like y'all grew up differently. Yeah. Like we're not just, we're not just one, you know, we have different upbringings and stuff like that. So to kind of showcase that on our previous episode was like, dang, man, we really grew up different, but we all have the same struggle. You know what I mean? So I think that's why like I flocked to y'all's, like you know, uh, y'all's channel because it does showcase like just pure rawness of black people and like me because you know we're we're syndicated. I have to edit a lot of stuff, you know. Even though straight up, I still have to like you know tone it down a little bit. But man, to see y'all like just just the people y'all interview, man, I'm like man, like as black excellence at its time because it's like that's us though. It's entertainment, but it's also educational too. But it shows a different picture of like how we all are, but. This what really tops the cake for me with Bob Black Television. At the end of these entertaining and some, you know, someone, uh, you know, kind of like crazy interviews y'all do, you always end it with names at three black businesses. And like the best part of these videos, and I think I told Dion this, was that I always look to see if they can do it because it's like a challenge. And sometimes they fail and sometimes like, and they promote their stuff or whatever, but like, it's like, wow, like people are really caught up on the culture. You know what I mean? So like that is the best part of, I think, of this whole thing is that y'all actually bring it, even though it's funny, you still bring it back to the mission statement, which is like, you know, Bob Black, you know? And so what was the concept of like adding that to your videos and like making that a part of y'all's kind of like niche, I guess? I don't know if we, I don't know if we, this year, I don't know if we planned to do that. Um, like I said, it was really all a learning lesson um even from just going to dallas you know we he mean i think he hit me up and was like yo let's 
let's just go to Dallas and record and, you know, see what we see what happens. Um, you know, so literally our first batch of videos, you can see us in kind of a different location, trying to find uh, good traffic, trying to find, uh, you know, where, you know, we like to interview black people. So where most of the black people are at, um, you know, it was kind of a little rough, um, but I don't, I don't know if that was kind of our goal, but I guess I we were just kind of like, yo, yeah, go ahead. I believe, I, I believe the reason that we uh, started asking questions like name three black businesses, because uh, when we first got in the swing of things was in August and August is uh, black business uh, month. So that that's when we first found, I mean, me, myself, at least I seen it on Instagram and I'm like, like business month, like I didn't even know we had a a month that was dedicated to black businesses. So that's what that's what made us go with the asking name through black businesses. And it's been since we buy black business, it carried on. Yeah. Um and I, I think it's uh something that, you know, since you know most of these people are uh drunk or whatever, you know, like you say, it's a challenge. A lot of people, you know, some people can ring them off, you know, they'll ring off six, seven, eight, nine, ten businesses. Some people can, you know, you'd be like, yo, what's a black business? And you'd be like, I don't know. And they'd be like, you don't got a hairstylist, but you always, you don't got a hairstylist. You don't, you don't do your nails. And, oh, uh, oh yeah, I, I do got a homegirl. I'd be like, oh man, she's going to hate you. She's going to hate you when this drops. But uh, yeah, you know, I think after that first batch of, you know, us going down there, we were kind of like, yo, this is actually something that, we should continue doing and, and highlight. And plus, you know, it's helped us network with those black businesses and reach out to them. So we're like, well, let's just keep doing it and, and you know, see where it goes. And, you know, like like Bashir said, we've seen people from all walks of life. Um, you know, we had people shout out businesses from, you know, all over the country. So. And I like to see it because y'all have uh, been getting great reception from this. Uh, so much so that you have, uh, Chance the Rapper follows y'all. I mean, how does that feel to have Chance the Rapper follow y'all? <laughs> that was really random. Uh, you know, I, super, I don't know super. what, yeah, I don't know what video he saw from us, but I was like, dang, that's kind of crazy uh, that we reached, you know, a celebrity. So, uh, yeah, it was just kind of unexpected, but it, it felt good. It felt mm. good. It felt like, you know, our videos are making our way to the right people, you know, so. I also feel like we probably got that uh, that look from our first viral moment, uh, which is a young lady from uh, Chicago, and now she she's part of the team. Uh, Anakin, she she was our first viral moment, and she was one of those people that as soon as we asked her the question, it's like she was waiting all night to answer, you know, and and her um, Chicago aura spoke so much volumes to 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 the listeners and the viewers that it, it became a, a a big moment for us. I believe it was in our second week. So just think of, you know, posting videos for two weeks and then out of nowhere you go viral in the second week of doing it. And it was, yeah. So I think that's where um, Chance really caught, where we caught his eye at. It is like it's meant to be almost, you know what I mean? Like it's just, like once that lightning hits, man, you just kind of keep, you know, uh, uh, going. Uh, before we go to commercial break, kind of tell people like, you know, because you all have had some success, right? But uh, like you said, you started during COVID and just to see what COVID did to 
a lot of businesses and how you all were able to like kind of assist with helping that. Uh, when it comes to like starting something brand new, what's some of the keys that keep y'all going and kind of, cause I tell people all the time, like, Oh, I want to start a podcast. I'm like, well, you can say it, but you have to dream it first off, put the work in and then actually start to be consistent. Like, so how is it that when, you know, cause when everything opened back up, people started stuff and the stop stuff, what made y'all be, what's making y'all be so consistent and hungry to continue uh, by black television? In my opinion, I believe it's um, teamwork and realizing that, especially when when I have a job, he has a job, uh, and other people that's part of the team has a job, have jobs. Everybody just putting their own spice in it. Like it's it's sometimes it might be a week where I'm just I'm out of town, I'm doing so much stuff, and Dion, you know what I mean? He's there, and that's what the team is all about. That's why. It, it takes a team. It takes a crew because people can actually fill in those gaps. And I think that's one of the biggest things for us that has kept us consistent is um, all of us have the common goal to make BBTV that much better. So everybody puts their input in. Yeah. And I think uh, also just having a, a strong vision, um, you know, like we kind of know where we want this to continue to grow. And, you know, I guess we're all hungry to, like you said, just add and, uh, you know, if somebody's maybe quote unquote slacking or, you know, they're busy, you know, life happens. Uh, you know, I'm, I don't mind picking up the slack because, you know, I know if I'm slacking or whatever, I know I got somebody that's going to, uh, you know, hold, hold it down for us while we, you know, we, we get back focused. Um, you know, there's been times where, you know, one of us is discouraged. One of us hits us up, and then we just we, we back on it. We back vibe. You know what I'm saying? One of us like, man, I don't know what's what's going on. X, Y, and Z. This is happening, and you know, I don't know about Bashir, but shoot, anytime he I talk to him, he always got an idea, and I'm like, okay, shoot, look at that. I mean, he 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 locked and loaded, so you don't really have time to to think about the 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 process. You just you know, you're really just worried about the end result, and that's kind of I guess what keeps me. Uh, locked in as much as possible. So, I, I think Bashir sound like me, man. Like, I can't go to sleep. I just have an idea in my head, man. Like, I actually like have to write it down. Say, man, I don't want to forget this because it just popped in my head, man. I don't know if you the same way, Bashir, but like, I'm always like, man, I got an idea. Boom, let me put this in the paper. You know, I'm like, just you know, I'm my saying, notepad when. is full. The uh, notepad on your phone, the notes. Yes, I'm always talking. Man, I understand Kanye uh, when he be having his moments and saying he's all over the place because, you know, when you watch so much things, so many things for inspiration, you get inspired in so many different fields from music to, hey, let's do this podcast or let's do this show or let's interview this person. And it's a lot of people that 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 are in parallel uh, businesses to us that that we look for for inspiration or we look for for businesses. So. It's always something to think about. Man, I, I love to hear that, man. Y'all are really encouraging me right now because, like, like to see y'all thriving and, like, we're so close, man. Like, y'all, this is why Bob Black Television is quickly exploding. And we're going to talk about their future coming up on Saturday. Make sure you stay tuned to the Straight Up Show podcast. Straight Up, we know that all lives matter. But historical events have shown that there is an inverse power dynamic between the races in our country. To highlight this, we present our Black Lives Matter merchandise. Because let's be real, 
Some of you don't seem to understand that this isn't the organization, but a message. That message, end inequality towards minorities in America. And just in case that's too complicated for you in English, we have the phrase translated into 10 different languages. Visit StraightUpShowPodcast.com for this and all our other merch. That's S-T-R, the number 8, ShowPodcast.com. Shirts as low as nineteen ninety nine. Hey, hey, welcome to a brand new episode of the Straight Up Show podcast. I am your host, Calvin. And it provides a place for community members to come together and just be straight up with each other. There's only one rule to our show. You gotta be. Hey everybody out there, I'm Sutan Salahuddin. From Southside. Season three is out right now on HBO Max. Make sure you tune in and make sure you tune in to the Straight Up Podcast show whenever you are online. Peace. A, a woman loves it when a man believes in women's rights. Okay, all right. A woman loves it when a man treats her with respect. Three things that y'all love about black people. Welcome back to the Straight Up Show podcast. Today I have the uh, guys from Buy Black Television here out here in Dallas. So once again, I have Dion and Bashir, a.k.a. Paparazzi, uh, also a.k.a. D. Park with Dion. So once again, y'all, thank y'all so much for coming on the show. Man, it's been a pleasure being on here, man. It's been a pleasure. And it's crazy because, like, I don't know why I'm being fidgety or nervous. Because, like, to me, these guys are, like, kind of like a mirror to me and like the the passion and the hungriness i'm like man this is just like i'm kind of nervous because like man y'all it's, it's it's weird it's kind of like like when i first came to plano right <laughs> in uh my, my hometown i'm in right now and like i didn't see other black people here so i'm like i'm in a, in a store like oh i'm here i see you too <laughs> so like the foster body and media that does and have the same hunger i got it's kind of like I see you, you know, so I'm over here like nervous, like you like my long lost brother or something. So man, like, thank y'all so much for coming on the show today. And like, uh, these gentlemen are doing some of the great work in the community. Not only they're interviewing people of all kinds, uh, but they're doing it in a way to where it gets back to other black businesses and helping them out. Uh, they are quickly shooting to the moon. They're getting more notarized uh, so much by even Chance the Rapper follows them. And they are just doing more things in the community to help build other black, black businesses up right now. So uh, that's their mission. Now, things have not been easy, especially with our team over here at Straight Up. And like, you know, uh, everyone has their difficulties 
to get to where they are right now. And, you know, even though you guys kind of had lightning strike y'all to go viral so fast, I'm pretty sure it hasn't always been that easy. So, uh, Dion, can you tell us a little bit about, like, some of the early difficulties y'all have had, uh, well, even right now, doing Bob Black Television? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I think one of the first ones is uh, figuring out social media. Uh, you know, the, figuring out these algorithms, trying to see what uh, what the algorithms were like. Because, you know, as we all know, you know, you might post something. Oh, you may post something. Uh, and, you know, the algorithm not going to show it to your followers until three, four, five, a week later. Uh, I know TikTok's showing people stuff from two, three weeks ago. So, you know, just kind of figuring out that. Um, also, you know, connecting with businesses. Uh, I know everybody's busy. So sometimes, you know, uh, we reach out to some businesses, they may be extremely busy um, or, you know, they may not understand our vision or what we're trying to convey. Um, so they may not take us as serious. Um, but I mean, those are kind of the, the big two uh, is just kind of figuring out, you know, because we there's <laughs> there's a lot of videos that we think like, yo, this is going to go crazy. But, you know, the algorithm is just not messing with us. They they not going to show this. And the ones that we don't expect to do as well, maybe they don't have the best answers or whatever the case may be. Uh, those have been the ones that, uh, you know, had tend to do the best, which is kind of crazy to us. Um, and, you know, attempting to continue to push like positivity, because I know if we were to post, you know, kind of negativity and, and craziness and foolishness, uh, maybe that'll probably, you know, the algorithms will mess with us on that level. But you know, us trying to focus on pushing our positive message, we, I, I know it's going to be a, a slow burn. So you just kind of uh, have to just continue to, you know, push out this positivity and, um, you know, keep building our audience that wants to see more of our Black stories and, and you know, our public interviews. So, Bishy, I don't know if you got any uh, other thing that you that you can think uh, hey, of. You kind of hit the nail on the head with the uh, linking up with businesses. Like we've had businesses cancel the interview the day after the interview, <laughs> after it was scheduled. Like, like, and I don't mean to say this by saying like, all right, I'll set this interview up with you. And then a day later, you call me back and cancel. I mean, like the day that we were supposed to meet, the day after that, oh yeah, hey, I'm not going to be able to uh, do that interview. So that, like you said, that's that's one of the biggest things is <laughs> is you know some people everybody's busy and we understand that you know what I mean um, and changing the format because the format wasn't always like this. Uh, shout out to Catherine Levins. she works for MBS or ABC. She she's actually in a broadcasting. She's in Houston. She's definitely one of the members of the team. But we used to do interviews that were much longer, um, multiple camera setup, And when we looked at how long it took to edit those 45-minute interviews uh, with all those cameras and all that audio, you know, we had to change things up a little bit to the, to the new setting. And the more, uh, the easier to watch setting, you know, everybody has a shorter attention span. So I think those are the two things for me that were, that were kind of tumultuous. Yeah. Now y'all see my pain, man, trying to do this podcast. It's like, you know, it, and then when you get syndicated, it's even worse, man, because you got to be in like between an hour and like, man, go back and re-edit stuff. Yeah, you got to be within an hour. You got to do this. And 
some places like want to have like a radio. So you got to make sure that you cut it into commercials and all this and that. It, it's a lot, man, you know, to, to get it, but it's worth it though. You know what I mean? Because you're getting more exposure now. You know what I mean? So like it, it, you can kind of cry about it, but it's like, man, you know what? I can't complain because I know where I started at. You know what I mean? Um, so y'all have grown and you're getting notoriety and stuff like that. Y'all have been able to battle, you know, the adversity and stuff like that. But at this time, let's address the haters, you know, uh, anything that you do, you have haters and stuff like that. So like, have y'all had any particular instances where haters like really just coming at y'all a certain way? And this goes to Bashir, like, has anybody really came at you or said anything negative about uh, Bob Black Television? Um, I haven't really had any haters per se. Um, the biggest concern is, you know, we in Texas, so I have friends from many backgrounds. You know, I have a lot of uh, Hispanic friends and they're like, hey, I would really love to help. You know what I mean? But why it got to be by black television? Like, and you know, I, I try to get them to understand that, you know, by black television isn't really against anybody else. It's just uh, imperialism for ourselves. You know, with us having so many things to, um, so many narratives about us, not from us, uh, you know, we want to be, we want to put our own narrative out there. You know, sometimes it's the righteous, sometimes it's the ratchet. But it'll be from us, and it'll it'll be from a different place. It won't be from a place of an agenda. So if you see anything ratchet, it's just a, hey, it's life, not an agenda behind it to be pushed, uh, to change somebody's narrative or change somebody's outlook on how to look at people of color. Uh, when you see something righteous, now that's that, that's going to be that's probably going to be <laughs> something that we're pushing out there uh, for. Because that's what we're trying to push. We're trying to push, like you said, we come up in all shapes, uh, forms, colors, and dynamics from different backgrounds. So uh, explaining that will be one of the biggest things. So it's not really hate, but the lack of understanding that um, we want people to actually honor us and we want us to honor ourselves. Yeah, and I don't think we I don't think we get the hate uh, more so as our guests uh, that yeah. you know, be on the show. <laughs> uh, you know, I think everybody enjoys us. Uh, you know, but some of the comments for you know some of our guests and the answers they give, they definitely you can go find the comments where they are getting flamed. So uh, <laughs> I know one no, we, we, we had we yeah. had one bad one. We um, we interviewed some ladies and. I don't think the oh. yeah, I don't think the, <laughs> we interviewed those ladies. We <laughs> that was yeah, going in and everything. Like. <laughs> I wasn't expecting, and again, see, that's one of the things that you know we wasn't expecting that one to you know be shown to everybody, but it was, and uh, you know uh, we had a lot of comments about oh that's all they talk about, that's all they want. I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> They drunk. I was like, yo, you got to give them a pass. I don't even think, you know what I mean? But Yeah, that's that's all we be asking. Like, yo, you know, you know, they're under the influence. So I'm sure a lot of people, when we post them, they're like, oh, hey, uh, can you delete that? I actually was not. I don't even know. I don't even remember saying that. Yeah. Uh, and I'd be like, <laughs> yeah, we, we, yeah, we got you. Yeah, we got you. We've had some interesting people on the, you know, on the show. And we're like, okay, well. Now we understand you got a corporate job. You probably didn't even you you don't even remember this. So we'll we'll let you slide. Yeah, so. I remember I remember you said it on your live the other day. You was like, Yes, yeah, a lot of people that come up to me like, delete that, delete that, my boyfriend, or something like that. Like, I'm like, wow, like Yeah, this one girl, she said something, uh 
She had said something wild and she had, I had posted it and she DM me like immediately after and was like, yo, uh, you know, my, my, I have a couple, you know, gentlemen that I'm dealing with and, uh, actually I need you to delete that. Uh, you know, I don't need them asking me questions about, uh, you know, who was the last person I've been with, uh, you know, if they do the math, they'll figure it out. And I was like, you know what? We got you. We got you. Yo. We'll, we'll get rid of that. I ain't trying to we ain't gonna mess up your, your, your homes, your happy homes that you, you you know, attended to. <laughs> Man, like that's I'm, I'm smiling because like man, y'all's creativity is it's it's something that's not I think it's futuristic to be honest with you. Like the way that because we and people don't understand is like media in itself is slowly transcending. You know, like anybody can kind of be like a reporter, but like it's just not like you you have to be creative with it because I can just stick a camera in your face and like whatever. Like uh, what's his name, Keith Lee? Just sit down and ate food. You know what I mean? Now they got him. You know, so it's just like. But the way y'all are doing it is, to me, I think, and people don't understand, it's like the more raw you are, the more trusted you are. You know what I mean? That's why we have our our podcast. My first uh, celebrity interview, they came after me because I was just posting like some random stuff. And like our our one of our top episodes about OnlyFans. And I'm like, but it's like, what? what, what, what? And like, because it makes you like, dang, like, but it's something everybody else is doing. So when I ask about why are you doing it, you know, so if I were on the street right now and I see BBT TV coming up, what's a question? Like, how do y'all form y'all's questions or what type of questions that you would ask me if you saw like just me, a random show on the street, what's some questions that y'all would like ask people? Um, We kind of, it's, it's so raw that we actually come up with the questions most of the time on the spot. Uh Bashir has a he has like a deck of cards that have some some crazy questions on there, but most of them we either see them on social media. Somebody may have done we may tweak it or we may use it. Um, but most of the time it's like, yo, what you what you feeling tonight? Oh, is there a holiday coming up? Let's ask him something towards the holiday. Um, you know, like I say, it, it's it's really it's really raw. Like we on the we we will meet up in Dallas and say, okay, bro, what you what you thinking? What you thinking? uh okay okay that's a cool question okay uh maybe not this week we'll ask that next time uh, let's use one of our old questions um it, it's really just a toss-up and like you say it's 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 really raw like we we be having these conversations with people like on the fly so you'll see us <laughs> me and Bashir be trying to hold it together I mean we, we hear the wildest answer that we sometimes we think like this is a calm and chill question and we will get something just straight out of nowhere like okay uh okay well hey uh congrats to you uh next question i guess uh but yeah you know it, it we would just kind of just come up with them uh on the fly um sometimes we may borrow them but you know it, it's mostly uh you know we meet up and we kind of figure it out type deal if if i seen you if we went out this weekend and we seen you if i seen you um and i had the mic my question would probably be Hey, free game for the ladies. Tell us, give us three things that men would like for Valentine's Day. And then give me three things that men are tired of getting for Valentine's Day. Okay. Okay. So just kind of like, just kind of like situational thing, like, right? Kind of just. Yeah. But I I want want you to, I want you to give me three things though. Woo. 
Uh, what's the question again? Like, wow, like three, three things. I mean, like, that's, got them. Give me three things, like, me three things that men would want for mm. Valentine's Day. It give give me three things that men are tired of getting for three, Valentine's Day. Well, three things men probably want would be, you know, of course, just be quiet and like, you know, sex, and then maybe a video <laughs> game in the back rub. What they were tired of getting is like clothes, tools, and like cologne. Like that's that's you know be different you know so that's about it you know. <laughs> but see that's game that's game because a lot of females think when they hit the cologne or the watch it's like they think they be killing it. Yeah, like nah. <laughs> this is this is Gucci guilty like yeah, but it's kind of like the generic thing to give me. It's like yeah, be creative. Yeah. You know this, and I think women don't understand this point that like men are simple. We're very simple. We don't really want like extravagant stuff like y'all do so i mean that's my thing but i can't believe you hit me like because i knew you had to come get me a bag because i'm interviewing you now now you're trying to flip it on me and interview me because <laughs> like, that's why I, was, I had to stop for a second is he, is he interviewing me right now wait a minute like yeah, i said wait a minute you can't do this to me now wait a minute we just talked about this like uh but i mean does that feel weird to you being interviewed right now just to have you being interviewed and you're the interviewer to be honest with you, uh, for the first time, I've never even thought about being interviewed, but it makes me want to look back at this interview and definitely uh, tighten up on my answering skills and, you know what I mean, conveying my message. Man, let me tell you, one of my biggest criticisms I had in working in news was that I wasn't really taking time out to really answer questions. But then I, I used to get down on myself because... I wasn't forming my style of journal. I wasn't forming that person criticizing me style of journalism, but somebody from a different state and that was a higher kind of like position said, man, that you're so different. You're so raw. So it's like, you have to really find your inactive style of the way you interview people, uh, the way you're doing it, you're killing it, man. Like to never have like gone to school or never done this ever. You're killing it, man. Like I've seen, and your your friend will tell you, uh, your, your friends will tell you that man, there are people in the business right now, professionally, professionally, uh, that don't even can, can't touch you right now. So it's like I learned to not listen to other people. Just take what you can from other people and find what, what best fits you. And what you're doing right now isn't bad. Like right now, like they told me I can never do certain things in media because of my size. I'm like, man, look at me. I'm about to approach 100 episodes of a podcast, you know, syndicated. So it's like you can't let people determine your future, you know. And with that being said, Bashir, you know, this is kind of like your brainchild. This is your baby. Uh, you are currently having multiple success uh, with Bob Black Television. And you have a great team with Dion and all the other people on your team. Where do you see the future of Black by black television and where do you want to see it go man uh, uh, the future is being a household name um being in some sorts uh, uh a black netflix um i want to see podcasts i want to see short films i want to see uh or where you're going to see um many web comes stage plays of us filming. Um, we actually just did an interview with Antrice Jones, uh, which is a filmmaker, a producer. And, you know, 
I, I want to make a way. I want Buy Black t- Television to be a tunnel for anybody that's creative, whether you're an actor, whether you are a producer, whether you are a graphic designer. Um, I want it to be Netflix meets Fiverr. So if you are familiar with Netflix, you know, that's where you get to see your videos. But if you know Fiverr, you know, that's where a bunch of independent contractors, I want to be able to, hey, if you as a, uh, as a visionary need a film crew, I want to be, if you not getting it directly from us, I want to be able to link you to certain people. You know what I mean? It's all about bridging the gap for the whole community. So we all can actually be more uh, independent as a people and interdependent as a family. I like that. Same question for you, uh, Dion. Like, what would you think you want to see uh, BBT TV go to? Um, you know, just piggybacking on what he said, you know, I, ultimately I want us to just be a resource, um, for anything black, you know, um, you know, we want to, you know, he said Netflix and Fiverr, you know, I want us to be a, you know, I guess a cleaner or different version of like a, like a say cheese or, um, you know, some of those blog sites where, you know, we, we focus on mostly positivity, funny things and you know like you said we're gonna we're working on being a network so we're gonna have a lot of different things that we can offer you as far as uh entertainment goes you know i I want us to eventually have uh you know bbtv where we go interview businesses bbtv where you know we're doing our interviews in uh downtown wherever um bbtv like a financial area where you know we have somebody that gives out financial literacy tips or um, you know, financial literacy, just structure to your life and some where you can just get some education, um, you know, maybe have a little section where, you know, if you want some ratchetness, you can go find that. Um, but just kind of just being a network of any and everything that you can, you're looking for, you know, so that's kind of what I'm hoping and we're continuing to grow in, into that and, you know, continue just building our team to where, like you said, we can really help out and, and send people here and, have you go over here and go film this and have you go over and film this and, you know, eventually become, uh, I guess, national in a sense. Wrapping things up right now and kind of just kind of, uh, I definitely support y'all, which y'all do. Uh, it is at this point, I'm kind of like fanboying a little bit because I, where I come from when it comes to media, there isn't much representation in front or behind the camera. Uh, so just to see y'all doing this right now, it is something that I thought I would never see in my career. So that's kind of why I'm kind of giddy and kind of excited because like y'all kind of have the same passion I got. So, and to have it here in my new hometown, it's like, dang, man, now I gotta, you know, we're going to link up now. We're going to see what, where I can help. When I get through with this, I'm going to see how I can help. Like, because I support what y'all are doing. So uh, for those who don't follow you on, social media and stuff like that, or they want to support you. Uh, Bashir, how can people follow you and support BBTV? By Black Television. Um, Instagram, TikTok, uh, YouTube. Um, did I forget anything? Uh, those, are the, those are the main ones right now. Um, B-U-I, Black Television. All right. Yeah. 
Uh, if you want to reach out, uh, support in any type of way, um, hit us at Instagram, TikTok, uh, YouTube, by Black Television. Um, BBTV is uh, the network. Um, you can email us at by Black Television, BB, uh, by Black TV at Gmail. Okay. And of course, if you're listening to this, we'll have it in the show's description. And it will also have it on the ticker below if you're watching this right now. Uh, one last question before from the each of you, and I'll start with uh, Dion. Uh, what's the importance of Black exposure in America or in the world? Black American exposure? Um, I think the biggest thing is that, you know, we have a lot of uh, networks that, you know, showcase us in a not so good light. Um, and so, you know, our goal is to continue to just show us uh, in all the great work that we're doing, uh, whether that's businesses, whether that's, um, you know, the hardships and over, you know, things that overcome as far as being an entrepreneur, um, you know, some of the stories we've been blessed to showcase um, interviewing uh, Miss Opal Lee. Uh, we've interviewed uh, Miss Rhonda out there doing the work uh, for the homeless in, in Dallas. Uh, we interviewed uh, a young kid that, you know, just overcame uh, cancer. And, you know, he started a, uh, uh, he started a uh, foundation, you know, to help give back to people that's also, you know, suffering from cancer. You know, you know just continue just showing, you know, black greatness. Uh, so that's kind of, uh, you know, I don't think we have something like that. Um, I know for, you know, me and Bashir talk about it uh, as well. Uh, we didn't start seeing people go to Deep Ellum and doing what we do until we started doing it. Um, we could be wrong. You know, I, I'm not I'm not open. to I'm open to being wrong. But uh, we didn't start seeing people go down there and interview um, until we started doing it. So, um, you know, our focus is really just to continue to show black greatness. And, you know, we want to uh, really stand by that. So, yeah. All right, and Bashir, same question to you. Uh, let let you answer it last. Uh, what's the importance of having uh, black exposure, black American exposure? Um, being able to tell your story um, through your voice, being the narrator of your own story, uh, I think that's priceless. Uh, kind of like what Dion said. Um, you know, everybody depicts everyone depicts us how they want to. Um, we want to be able to control the narrative. And, man, it gives the next generation so much hope to not only want to be, and don't, don't get me wrong, I make music, but not only to want to be a rapper or to be an athlete, to know that you can be a dentist like Dr. Rose and a rapper, like to know that you may have not even finished um, college, but you can still make six figures off of doing a business that you're passionate about, seeing people from different levels. Like you don't have to be a millionaire to be wealthy. You don't have to be a millionaire to be happy. You don't have to, you don't have to shun away from your own community to be happy. You know what I mean? You can, you can be fulfilled and have a fulfilled life and still give to your community and be and partake and be in your community. Um, from community outreach or community front lines, um, from, you know, black coffee, a coffee shop, 
You know what I mean? If you don't see anything uh, become successful, you'll never know. You'll never know that you can make a million dollars off of selling socks. If you never seen somebody make a million dollars off of selling socks. So I guess that's that's what we want to give to the black community and show the next generation that anything you pitch your mind to, you can be great at and you can achieve the goals that you want to achieve and the status that you want to achieve. So by highlighting other businesses uh, and black businesses, you know, hopefully that encourages the whole community. Well, I bought in. You want me to buy in a black television? I bought in because you see why I'm a fan of these guys and they're selling uh, by black television and they just sold me. So this is why you guys should follow them and see the great work that they're doing and support them, not just in the black community, but in all communities, because uh, we are part of this melting pot in America uh, and we all should come together and hear each other. And these gentlemen are definitely doing a great job of giving this exposure to these other businesses. So, uh, Gentlemen, once again, by Black Television and Bashir, aka Paparazzi, Dion, aka D Park. Thank you so much for coming on the show today, sir. Thank you so much. Oh, and uh, really quick before we head out, um, you know, we do have some dope projects we're working on as far as, uh, you know, we want to go at least a week of doing everything Black, um, you know, Black products, Black meal prep. Um, whatever black lotion black food um so you know eventually uh, we do want to partner with some some of these businesses uh if you are in the dallas area well i mean i guess you don't have to be in the dallas area but if you are nearby or if you want to donate um or just partner with us we would love uh help with that project uh, we don't know when we start it but uh if you would love to partner with us and reach out to us on that um also too uh we are taking cash donations. Uh, but sure, you got the cash app. So if y'all do want to uh, donate and support us in that way, um, you know, what we do isn't cheap at all. So uh, anything helps uh, the the little a lot, whatever you got, we'll take it. So, um, you know, y'all can donate in that fashion. And, you know, if y'all see us across your timeline, uh, we appreciate just a, a share, a comment, whatever, whatever, you know, that's free. So, you know, whatever that, whatever that costs you, can you give us that? Uh, you know, the algorithms are really weird. So if, you, if you're watching right now, we're going to have all the information on the ticket below. We'll have it repeated uh, again to make sure that you make sure you support these gentlemen, because uh, as you all know, it's not it's not cheap doing this by yourself. So uh, you really have to have a passion uh, to do that. And that in itself uh, should be donated and supported. So uh, once again, gentlemen, thank you so much for coming on the Show podcast. Uh, I definitely want to send an invitation to you all to come back. Uh, down the line. And like I said, I'm going to be helping y'all uh, with this because I definitely support and I have bought in to buy black television. Uh, y'all, that's the end of our show. We want to continue the conversation. Uh, make sure you go to our website, strepshowpodcast.com. That's S-T-R number eight upshowpodcast.com. There you can see uh, this episode. You can hear it and you can see some of the links, social media to their page to help them uh, with their projects as well. Also, you can go to see our old videos and our old uh, episodes. Uh, if you want to be like them and support us, uh, you can go to our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash special podcast 318 special podcast 318 at patreon.com until then there's only one rule to our show you gotta be straight
Straight up. Straight up. All right. See y'all soon.